You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Feisty and fiery, friendly, fat fanatics looking forward to 2015. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 141, and I am your humble host, Karen, and we are your glad globs glittering with glowing glitz who are gluttons for glutes and galadriel. <laughs> I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. We are on site recording at the legendary Trader Vic's restaurant and bar, and we've mentioned this place a bunch of times on the show, the birthplace of the, the Mai Tai. Yes. Dana talked about Which that we've before. Now had. Yes, very good. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Some of us more than one. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Well, so That's they, Dana. They actually they actually have two different variations, which is one is the original nineteen forty four Mai Tai, which might not be quite what you think of when you think of a Mai Tai now, and then they have the more traditional Mai Tai. I think we all stuck with the 1944 one, right? Oh, I think we made sure to get a mix, because, yeah, you have to be able to compare. (laughs) So, today is our best of 2014 episode. We are going to celebrate, highlight, and feature some of the best, the funniest, the weirdest, the mind-blowingest moments on Good Job Brain, and we've asked our loyal listeners on Twitter and on Facebook to help us curate some of our most memorable segments. We had a super awesome year. Uh, It started in January where we won a Stitcher Award. We had our first on-the-road recording with our two Las Vegas episodes. And then uh, our first fan meetup. That was awesome. That was great to see everybody come out in person and put put faces to our listeners. Yeah. Uh, We hit our 100th episode and featured our funny and touching listener messages in, I think, March. And then we had our second meetup in San Francisco. We ran our first big real ads in the San Francisco train station and had a butthole gate happen where they didn't let us uh, <laughs> they didn't let us publish or no, they asked us to take out the beaver butthole from our ad because of butthole. Uh, Chris had a baby. I did. The baby is here with the us. The baby's here in the studio. Yes. Uh, so lots of stuff happened. And of course we are uh, pub trivia enthusiasts and we're so happy to share our passion for facts and trivia and histories and all that stuff with the world and with other people who are as curious and nerdy as we are. And if you're a new listener, welcome. You're in for a weird uh, tasting treat. (laughs) And if you're already a Good Job Brain listener, we want to thank you for all of your support. And we invite you to skip down memory lane with us. Well, I think we would all agree that the the absolute most difficult thing about doing this podcast is putting together those history segments, right? It's it's a lot tougher to, I think, research a whole topic, uh, become a sort of a mini expert about something you started to, and yeah, and then to uh, to tell an interesting story in the space of a few days. Yes, right, right, right. In the space of the couple of days that we have to spend preparing the podcast, uh, and so when one comes together really well, when you start, when you, I mean, you guys know when you get into that groove of researching something and you start to you really start to like go down the rabbit hole and find those really interesting pieces of information and the story comes together that can be some of the most magical moments i think and so here are some of our best historical story segments of the past year 
I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off with as highbrow an approach to the butt as as I could think of before it spirals down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, and yeah, yeah. and I'll and I'll meet you down at the other end. Believe me, yes, yes. Wow. Uh, we will we will close out with some lowbrow yeah. later in the show. So I'm gonna do a little bit of my uh, you know I'm a word nerd and I like doing yeah. the etymology stuff. So let's talk about the word butt. Mm. But okay. but our butt. Uh, how old? How our old, collective butt. How old of a word do you think butt very, is? Very old. It Super is old. pretty old. Like a, yeah. I think they probably spell like B-U-T-T-E, maybe. They did, yeah. Karen. Really? Yep. Yeah. You got a good Butt-y. linguistic sense. Wow. Yeah. So, but meaning generally like the thick end of something yeah. is kind of the most direct, <laughs> kind of the most direct uh, antecedent to our sense of like your posterior. Uh-huh. Uh, and that goes back to at least 1400. And you're mm. right, Karen. It came from originally B-U-T-T-E. And it's not short for buttocks. It was not short for buttocks oh. necessarily. Oh, okay. But so the word the butt of something would just be, as I say, the the thick end of something. Mm-hmm. You can see not too much of a leap from there. Yeah, by by only fifty years or so later, it was definitely already being referred to as oh, wow. your rear end, your posterior. But it was, would be yeah, the so, butt. but everything had a butt. You know, you had a butt, and this, you know, this this stick over here. Was Cigarette a butt. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Butt right. The yep, the, the butt of a tree yeah. or the butt of right, right, right. right. Okay. And so here's what's interesting. I I had always assumed it was. It was just short for buttocks. It yeah. makes sense, and it's not necessarily true. You know, again, these words are so old, they can't be 100% sure, but they think that they came from different places. So buttocks seems most likely to come from a from a 1200s word, buttock, B-U-T-T-U-C, okay. which was Old English, which meant a short piece of land or the end of something. Huh. So that also kind of makes sense. Your butt is a short piece of land. Yep, yep, yep. It's also the <laughs> thick end of something. Sure, um, right. Can I ask you a question? Yes. When we say that, like, something abuts something else, like, is up against it, that comes from a different source. Oh, really? Yeah, as does wow. buttress. Oh. So buttress doesn't come from. Oh, so, no. so as I as I as I got deeper into the butt, yeah, I was I was yeah. I was really yeah, I was yeah. really interested in all these words that have butt or so. Or how related are these yeah, words? Yeah, because they sound all kind of similar. They do. In terms they, of the meaning. They really do. They really do. Yeah, buttress comes from a different different root. The the verb meaning like to butt something with your head oh, yeah. comes from a different source as oh. well. And again, I had assumed they were related. Uh, yeah, that sense of butt most likely comes from boter, like a French verb meaning like to push or to shove or to mm. knock. And they all kind of just sort of settled in the same spelling of B-U-T-T. The word butte, you know, like yeah. a geographical feature, not related at all. Butte comes from a French word bu, B-U-T. Uh, and we'll come back to that in a minute, that <laughs> French word. Uh, and that one had a lot of different meanings to it. How old do you guys think the word butthead is? What do wow. you think? What do you think the first Man. usage of butthead Man. was? I think it's probably something technical. Mmm. Sixteen ninety seven. Wow. I think people use butts as insults for a long time. Probably. So probably. Chris is pretty close. Uh, it goes back to at least the sixteen thirties. <laughs> butthead. Uh, but it didn't mean what we mean now. Oh man. Originally just meant like the butt end of an object. Yeah. Okay, it was like yeah. it's the butt head of mm. a log or something like that. It's yeah. The butt head of a log. <laughs> <laughs> they don't date until late nineteen eighties. Right. The current meaning of butthead. Wow. Yeah. Really? I was surprised. Really? I would have. I would have guessed. I would have guessed earlier. Butthole. You guys uh, care wow. to guess how old butthole is as a term? That goes back to the what? 30s, early 1900s. Oh, okay. And again, had a different meaning originally. What? A butthole originally. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it meant like a cul-de-sac or like a, like a blind end or a oh. blind hole. Colin, this doesn't make sense because everybody <laughs> has one. All animals have one. There is no word 
words to describe? What uh, sure, there were words to describe it. They just didn't use this particular one. So it just meant if you lived at the end of a street <laughs> with a cul-de-sac on it. Or a hole. Yeah, I'm down on the butthole. Oh, yeah, yeah, the blind hole. <laughs> yeah. You talk about somebody being the butt of a joke. Uh-huh. Like, I never really quite understood this as a kid. Sure. I was just imagining, like, well, butt is kind of, you don't want to be the butt. You you're don't want to be. Yeah, you're the end of the joke. I kind of made up a meaning for it. Uh, it turns out that no, butt of a joke is related to the French word I mentioned earlier, but, B-U-T. Uh, so originally, the butt also had a meaning of like a target. Mm-hmm. So like a butt was like a shooting target. Like oh, that's who you're what? you're aiming the joke oh. or the prank at somebody. Uh-huh. Man, we got a lot of butt we words. We got a lot of yeah. butt words in English, certainly. So yeah. And they're not referring all to yeah. the butt. Yes, yes. Yeah. I have a fun little math game for you guys, which oh, I'm going to oh. ask you to choose between different options. Okay. okay. So first, there's going to be two exercises. So first, I'm going to give you guys a choice. You can either gamble or you can play it safe. Option number one is I will give you an 80% chance of winning $4,000 and a 20% chance of getting nothing. Or you can pick option number two, which is a 100% chance of me giving you $3,000. Tell me, just right now, spur of the moment, what would you jump for? Okay, so so repeat okay, the options again. I'm going to repeat the options. An 80% chance of getting $4,000, 20% chance of getting nothing at all, uh-huh. or instead of that, a 100% chance of getting $3,000. Oh, the second. You yeah. go for the second yeah. one? Yeah. I would take the second one, the second you one. You would take the $3,000? Yeah. Okay. You are in line with about 80% of people who would just take the sure thing. They would go with the $3,000. That's a lot. It's still a lot of money. Yeah. So here's question number two. Okay. <laughs> Again, two choices. Option one, I'll give you an 80% chance of losing $4,000 right out of your bank account or a 20% chance of breaking even and you don't lose anything versus option number two, which is a 100% chance <laughs> that you will lose $3,000. I would take the 80% chance of the of losing $4,000. You would? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What about you guys? I know it's irrational, would you, but I would Would you lose $3,000 <laughs> for sure or would you take... The eighty percent, twenty percent chance of either losing more, losing four thousand, or twenty percent chance of you break even and you don't lose anything. When you're talking about taking away something, it's different. I hate my brain, but that's what I would choose. I would choose the first option. You would, you would take the gamble (laughs) just for that chance that nothing happens. Well, I'll tell you again. In this case, ninety-two percent of people (laughs) choose to take the gamble. Really? And the thing is, both of the decisions that you guys made yeah. mathematically are, are actually, r- no, they're wrong. Oh. They're both the wrong decision. In the case of gaining money, an 80-20 chance to get way more money is actually a really good gamble that you should take because the the odds are so much better. And in the chance of losing money, you have a really good chance of actually losing more money. And and the smart thing mm-hmm. to do is just to lose the $3,000 if oh. those are the two things you have to choose from. Yeah. But again, most people are like you guys and make the mathematically wrong decision. Why is this? This comes from I a 19- like a dummy. No, no, no. You're just a normal person like everybody else. This comes from a 1979 study and they called it prospect theory or the theory of how people choose between different prospects, different prospective options that are in front of them. What they say that it shows is that people are not necessarily risk averse all the time, but that people are definitely loss averse. 
Mm-hmm. We do not like the idea of losing things. Yeah. So let me illustrate this with a, with a personal example. A couple of years ago, I was on eBay looking at items that people had put up with a with a buy it now price as soon as they put them up to see if anybody put up something that was a lot cheaper than it should be so I could buy it really yeah. quickly. In rapid succession, this happened. Somebody put up a video game for $50, and I knew that video game was worth about $500. So I very quickly, I bought it. Then they put up another video game that was $50, and I thought to myself, oh, is this is this one worth money? It's worth a lot of money. I think it is, but I don't know if I want to pay $50, because yeah. maybe it's not. In that span of time that I was thinking about it, somebody else bought it. Mm-hmm. And then I did a little bit more research and I realized that other video game was worth at the time about $300 and I totally should have bought it. So I get the game that I had gotten at a, a great, great deal in the mail. Was I happy? No. No. Because all you were thinking about because was the one that got it away. It was the score of a lifetime. It was an amazing, amazing <laughs> deal for this really rare game. And when I think about that day, I feel a twinge of regret <laughs> that I lost out on the other one. So even though I came out way uh, ahead, yeah. I counted as a loss. Like if you gain $100 and lose $80, you think to yourself that you lost, even though you're $20 ahead of where you used to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. so weird. Yeah. People... You should take like the 80-20 risk when it's in your favor and you should not take it when it's not in your favor, but people don't think of it like that. They don't, you don't want to have the bad feeling of losing. No. And you guys yeah. are thinking about, well, I mean, if I'm going to lose $3,000, I might as well lose $4,000 because it's not the money. It's the bad feeling and you're going to feel bad, whatever. So you're going to take the outside chance that you're not going to have the bad feeling. That's, oh, yeah, that's, that's absolutely so right. Yeah. And like, I can, I can like feel myself thinking that and I'm like, no, that's wrong. Oh, but there's a chance. Yeah. I've got a one in and, five chance. And yeah. this is why this is a component of some people getting addicted to gambling. If you're gambling and you've lost money, the smart thing to do is to just stop stop and walk away but people will throw good money after bad because they want to get back their losses yeah mm-hmm. and this is why sometimes like people will start behaving more recklessly when they're gambling after they've lost money because they're trying to Hail recklessly Mary. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Totally. because they want to avoid that bad feeling of i lost and if they can at least get back to having broken even they'll walk out feeling good you're in your first example 80 percent chance of winning four thousand dollars and 20% chance of winning nothing. If I'm in that 20% chance, I'd feel so bad. You'd feel terrible, I'd rather yeah. just get $3,000. You would feel like you lost the $3,000 yeah. mm-hmm. that you could have gotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a study in 2012, and this is kind of, this study is still kind of in its early days. Um, but the study linked the presence of the chemical norepinephrine mm. in the brain to a lessened sensation of loss aversion. Hmm. If you've got more of it in your brain, you don't feel those losses as hard. And so Can I take it? That's the thing. Yeah. They're 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 trying to come up with like is there a way we can actually medicate people <laughs> to get rid of their gambling addictions? Because oh, if we put more this. norepinephrine in there, they won't feel the loss as hard and they won't feel as compelled to go quote mm. win back their losses. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah. If you guys are like me, uh, you had 
your share of bad Halloween costumes as a kid. In some years, I was like lucky enough to have a grown up help me, you know, and I would have like a really <laughs> awesome. I was an awesome vampire one year. Oh, yeah. My mom spent a lot of time. I had this cool cape, and mm. we got the like the mm. makeup and the teeth. And <laughs> there were other years, though. Like I remember quite specifically uh, years where I, it was more like when I had my ET costume. Mm-hmm. So this was a <laughs> store bought off the shelf ET costume. Oh, that you're okay. ET. You're not yep. Elliot. I was ET. Like right? a hospital gown plastic. This is like thing that wrapped around you. 1982, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, Item ET mania. <laughs> and uh, as a way of introducing the rest of the story, I would like to play for you a short clip from The Simpsons, <laughs> a <laughs> Treehouse of Horror episode. Check it out, Lisa. I'm Radioactive Man. I don't think the real Radioactive Man wears a plastic smock with a picture of himself on it. He would on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, so so wait, your ET costume is ET oh, on yeah. a shirt. Oh so, yeah. The, the writers, the writers had exactly the same experience I did. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. was the 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 mask was decent enough. It was a decent enough mask of ET. E. It looked like ET's face, but the rest of the costume was essentially it was an apron with a picture of oh, ET, ET on it. And you know, even as like a little kid, I felt like I was getting ripped off. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not dressing up as ET. This is more like I'm a walking tribute to ET. <laughs> right. You know? I'm an ET fan. Yeah. Oh. And the masks again. If you if you know what I'm talking about, these were the most uncomfortable. They had the tiniest, <laughs> tiniest little eye slits. Yeah. They're made yeah. out of plastic that you would ordinarily use in that configuration for a picnic night. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the edges of it would so just sharp. cut you up. They were sharp, and they, they had these weird little nose slits. <laughs> as well. So basically everybody, if you're dressed up as He-Man, you look like E.T. If you were dressed up as Barbie, you look like E.T. Because you had these like Voldemort snake nose slit things in the mask. Yet the rubber, the piece of, not even just like a proper like strap, but a piece of rubber band that was stapled, stapled to the plastic. The The staples by your face. Yeah, this brittle rubber band that you'd put over and it would just pop right off. By the end of the night, the mask is off. Off, the smock yeah. strings are falling off, and it's not even a long night. It's like two hours later. You're just dragging this this thing yeah. around town. I totally see why your your smock had a picture of ET. Like I was Smurfette, and so it looked like a dress. It didn't look like it didn't have a picture of Smurf, but. E.T.'s naked, so it would look like a little oh, kid, like, <laughs> right. like that's dressed in a naked costume, which is weird. Right, which that is interesting, but it is interesting when you think about it, the idea of the sort of, the, the, the sort of connotative versus yeah. denotative, yeah. like, yeah. it is E.T. versus the image, the, it's not so much you want to look like E.T., <laughs> but you want to profess your love for yeah. See, I think, but see, I think in. I did want to look like ET. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, you know, I don't, I don't yeah. think that they could have made it look right. Oh, who Nitpicky. are you dressed as, little boy? Uh, I'm a shrine to ET. I'm, <laughs> I'm a collection of some impressions. <laughs> yeah, I'm an homage. Yeah, yeah. I am the zeitgeist. <laughs> uh, I am the feeling of the culture of 1982. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pastiche of <laughs> ET-related <laughs> moments. I wish that. Uh, all of these costumes were made by one company. Whoa. All of these I costumes. Wait, these, these, these mask, mask with the smock. smock type costume were all made by the Ben Cooper Costume Company. Man, yeah. Ben yeah. Cooper. 
And the Ben Cooper name was, for decades, the name in costumes. Right, right. And this is the story of a man who just saw an awesome opportunity to become the the figure, the leading the figure in his... king. Yeah, he was. Yeah. 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 The company's a lot older than I thought. I mean, they, they peaked, I think, in the 70s, 80s, for sure. But they went back to the 30s. Hmm. So wow. Ben Cooper himself is from New York, and he, he had a fairly regular start in professional costuming for, like, showbiz. He would, oh, okay. He, he he ended up making costumes for uh, chorus girls, okay. and he would outfit places like you know, the Cotton Club, or he had a contract with the Ziegfeld Follies at one point. Oh, wow. So he really – it's not – he's just a businessman. Yeah. A, yeah. a grand idea. He actually is in the in that trade. That's right. That's right. And this was, you know, you know, starting out in the 1920s. And, you know, as Chris alluded to earlier, like trick-or-treating as like a phenomenon, especially in America, really didn't start in earnest until like right around World War II and thereafter. Uh, but in the 1930s, Ben Cooper saw this was starting to become really popular. He noticed that there was an opportunity here for costumes for kids to go door to door what made him so savvy was he recognized the opportunity for licensed costumes mm. sure because anyone can make a ghost anyone can make a vampire or a werewolf mm. so this is you know this is the, the if 30s he, if he wow. licensed yeah. that is very early that's very, right very early in terms of licensed merchandise. 1937 mm-hmm. what did he what was he the first obtained the rights to would you guys care to guess what would have been a big costume Nin- for 1937 no no, Disney, um, like Mickey Disney. Mouse. Is it, is it Mickey Mouse? He obtained the rights to Walt Disney characters, oh. and his Snow White costume. Oh, sure. Sold yeah. like. Sold like anything that sells a lot. And he kept this on. Anytime there was something that he thought that could be licensed as a character, he was all over it, it. all over it, like well into the 40s, into the 50s. And as trick or treating, it was kind of this like feedback, like a lot of people give him credit for helping make trick or treating a thing because now kids, kids Mm -hmm. could latch onto their favorite pop culture character. He sold tons of Superman costumes. He sold tons of Davy Crockett costumes. And it should be pointed out that for a lot of this time, he didn't have any real competition. I mean, Mm -hmm. he was just, there was nobody trying to get into Hornet on his business. As far back as the fifties, the, Mm -hmm. uh, the Ben Cooper company had made a generic kind of horror-y costume that they called the spider man costume <laughs> okay so this was in the, in the 50s okay Just, spider yes a spidery spider. man right sure. exactly sure, sure. yes so in uh the early 1960s he got wind that marvel comics had created this new character called of course spider-man and it was very popular and they approached marvel so ben cooper was kind of like yeah. you know partly partly i want to avoid a lawsuit mm-hmm. and partly i sense another great marketing idea <laughs> his, his marketing sense was tingling this was mar- <laughs> this was, that's great that's it this was marvel comics's first merchandising deal oh wow the first merchandising deal was for ben cooper to make costumes huh. of specifically spider-man and then also incredible hulk and uh, thor other is this characters still the same the mask and the character the mask the and the smock right right <laughs> On into the 70s, he got the license for Star Wars. And so I remember a lot of these in particular growing up. There's a really bad Yoda costume from the 80s where it's a a, a decent enough Yoda mask, but then the body of the costume is all green with a picture of Yoda's face. And then then the Empire Strikes Back logo. (laughs) Again, I know Yoda has a weird body, but it strikes me as supremely half-assed. But they were selling so many of these costumes, yeah. it doesn't matter. My favorite bad one that I found, though, was of 
the Fonz uh, when uh, Happy Days was big. I want to show you guys a picture of this one just because to describe it won't do it justice. The the Fonz costume was a Fonzie mask and then a smock with a picture of the Fonz saying, hey, hey the Fonz. And in case you really at this point still didn't know who you were looking at, I mean, the Fonz is wearing a pin on his jacket that says Happy Days. <laughs> yeah, Happy he has Days. his thumbs up. It's like the, the, the masks themselves were so low detail. That I mean, Yoda. You, you can to... probably figure out what Yoda is, but the Fonz mask. I mean, that looks like could be <laughs> anybody. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you have to have the smock with the picture of the Fonz <laughs> to to let people know <laughs> that you are the Fonz. It's funny you mentioned the Richard Nixon mask, Karen. Like they made they when, when they started making presidents presidential masks, those became another huge seller for mm. them. Like the, those presidents, the bank robber. Yeah. That that is a Ben Cooper mask. That oh. that classic bank robber Richard Nixon mask. That was originally oh, okay. a Ben Cooper mask. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah, uh, what happened to it? So sadly, you know, partly what happened was competition. You know, it was only so long but, but before other companies started realizing, you know, there's a lot of money to be made here in yeah. costumes. And particularly where Ben Cooper started to feel the pressure was on the high end was there were a lot of companies making these elaborate molded, you know, latex, really high quality masks. Uh, in the 90s, they declared bankruptcy and they, they got bought by Rubies, which oh. is uh, now sort of the big name in uh, – they make adult costumes. Uh, they make kids' costumes. Yep, yeah. So yep. they they, they bought out stuff. what I've ordered stuff from Rubies as well for my Star Wars related costuming. <laughs> um, they bought out Whoa. what was left. But of, that's not for Halloween. Yeah. 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 That's so for, every day. Yeah. I decided I want to see a naked Yoda. And well, no, I've, I've said too much. I've said too much. Did they ever show Yoda like topless? No, he's always in a robe. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Okay, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think they ever showed him topless. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm that's gonna funny. Take this seriously. I forgot he wears a robe. No. Like in my mind, yeah, that's all he's him. naked like ET. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my mind, just wrinkly and, green. and fuzzy, green and furry. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not furry. He has hair. He has yeah, strands he has of hair. hair. Yeah, he has like yeah. white hair. Yeah, I wouldn't describe him as furry. Well, have no. you seen Below the Robe? No. You don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Does the... Curtain yeah. match, the match, match, yeah. match the ears. Match the ears. So if you have fond or not fond memories of these crappy smock costumes like myself and Millhouse, <laughs> thank Ben Cooper. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. I do, I do think that uh, necessity is the mother of invention. They do say that. And for me, uh, necessity means running out of old quiz formats and trying to think of something new. Uh, I feel like all of us, like, we kind of pushed the boundaries this year of new formats, new types of quizzes, trying to keep things fresh. So here's a little bit of our experiments in quiz formatting technology. <laughs> All right, I had a good time putting together this quiz for you guys. Oh, this okay. quiz is called Brad Pitt or Lasers. Interesting. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, 
What, that's not obvious to you what the quiz is about? Yeah. Uh, this quiz is going to be sets of pairs of wildly unrelated things. Okay. And you need to tell me which is older. So in every pair that I will be giving you, they are separated by, at most, six years. Okay. Sometimes okay. a matter of months. So oh, these are okay. all very close to each other. So you each have a pad of paper. You guys will all be providing an answer here. Mm-hmm. So let's start off with the namesake question of this quiz. Which is older, Brad Pitt or lasers? Answers up. Karen and Chris say Brad Pitt. Dana says lasers. It is actually lasers. Oh, I thought it was a trick question. Yeah. They're very close. Brad Pitt was born in 1963. The first functioning laser was operated in 1960. Hmm. Wow. wow. I knew yes. Brad Pitt turned 50. He did. Recently. Yeah. He so just did. Wow. Okay. Which is older, the saxophone mm-hmm. or Salt Lake City, Utah? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Did you just, like, pick two things and you're like... <laughs> I had a lot of fun putting this one together. Nice. How do you... <laughs> Answers up. Uh, Dana and Chris say saxophone. Karen says Salt Lake City. It is, in fact, the saxophone. Ah. I'm on the board. Uh, the saxophone invented in 1841 by... Adolf Sachs. What? Yes. A Belgian, a Belgian yeah. music. Uh, Mr. Sachs. Bel- yes. Yep. Yes. Mr. Sachs. Okay. Right. And Salt Lake City, uh, or Great Salt Lake City, as it was originally known, founded in 1847 by Brigham Young et al. Hmm. Which is older, Justin Bieber <laughs> or the Sony PlayStation? <laughs> uh, wait. PlayStation 1. The original okay. original Sony PlayStation mm-hmm. before it had a number appended. And Chris, in case you're curious, this would be when it was released in Japan. Yeah. Because I know I you have very fine-grained knowledge of such things. Yeah, I'm pretty... This is close. <laughs> it's very close. I know the year no. Justin Bieber. Oh, okay. It is, it is very close. It is, it is very close, but I think <laughs> I got this. Okay. okay. All right. Answers up. Everyone says Sony PlayStation. Everyone is wrong. Oh, what? Justin Bieber was born March 1st, 1994. Oh, the Sony what? PlayStation was introduced December 3rd, 1994. Yes. Woo. By a hair. Yeah. Yes. Great, great year for entertainment. <laughs> well, that was also the year Kurt Cobain died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Way to bring us down. Oh, well, Maybe he was he revived as was he was he yeah was he <laughs> rebirthed as the PlayStation or Justin Bieber? <laughs> Which is older, the Mouse Trap or the game of basketball? Oh, by the Mouse Trap you mean the classic spring loaded yep. one? Yep. Cheese included or not included? <laughs> Cheese not included. Just the trap. All right. All right. Answers up. Karen and Chris say mousetrap. Dana says basketball. It is, in fact, basketball. Whoa. Yes, basketball invented in 1891 by Dr. James Naismith. The mousetrap uh, invented and patented in 1894 hmm. by William C. Hooker. <laughs> by William Mousetrap. <laughs> by William James. It was pronounced mousetrap. Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. Which is older, Betty White or penicillin? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> 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 um, 
Answers up. Karen says penicillin. Chris <laughs> and Dana both say Betty White. Betty White is, in fact, older than penicillin. <laughs> Betty White was born in 1922. Yeah. Uh, oh. Penicillin was discovered and isolated in 1928. Wow. <laughs> She's a lot older than penicillin. <laughs> yeah. She was, yeah, good. She was a little girl. Holy oh. cow. Uh, and, of course, they did have some idea that mold was involved. But, yes, Sir Alexander Fleming coined <laughs> the name and concentrated it in 1928. All right. Last one here, guys. We'll close this out. Which is older? The first episode of The Simpsons, mm-hmm. or the earliest known web page? Interesting. Known web page. The oldest known web page. Answers up. Karen says Simpsons. Chris and Dana say first web page. Karen is correct. Yeah! Whoa. The Simpsons Christmas episode aired in 1989. Yes. And the generally accepted date for the oldest known web page is 1991. Huh. It is. What was it? It is possible there were web pages as early as 1990, but the Simpsons would still be earlier. Be earlier. Yes. What was the, the web, first web page? It's, it's a long and not very interesting story. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, Tim Berners Lee has a copy of it on a disc. It's just, it's a super, super nerdy story. Okay. Yeah. All right. right, Well done, guys. Let's tally up our scores here. All right. And our winner coming out on top is Dana with Mm. a whopping four points. (laughs) The winner of. The winner of. Brad Pitt or lasers. I'll take both, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, guys. So. I have a quiz for you guys. It's called Ya Burnt, the classic literature version. <laughs> ya Burnt? Ya Burnt. So I went through Amazon and I found one star reviews of classic works of literature. Oh, and and nice. so I, I'll read a snippet of somebody's one star review of a work and you, you try to figure out what it is, okay. what book it is. All right. Oh All right. my God. Are these like joke reviews or they're serious? Oh no, I think they're sincere. A lot of them talk about having to read it in high school. Like they were huh. working on a paper okay. and they're just like mm. They needed to vent somehow. They needed a vent. And I, you know what, I don't necessarily agree with these. Like I think some of, the, I've read most of these already and it was like I I liked it okay or they were I really liked some of them. But uh these right. people did not. They did okay. not like oh, it. Fine. Oh my god. Alright, guess the book by its one star Amazon review. Yes. Alright. I so hated this book that I found myself hoping the entire Jode family would get mowed down <laughs> by a Zephyr hurtling down the highway so they'd be put out of their misery. Unfortunately, Death Race 2000 wouldn't get made for another 36 years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Grapes of Wrath? Yes. 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 yes by John Steinbeck. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. The fatal flaw in this piece of literature is its inability to stay relevant. Postmodern society does not really care about baby daddies and the revelation which is made at the end and the beginning of this novel is reproduced daily on morning television a la Mori. Unfortunately, Nathaniel Hawthorne, you are the father of this literary disaster. Uh, Colin. That the Scarlet, Scarlet Letter. Letter. Yes. Wow, sassy. I know. I was like, burn. And then... Personally, I would have rather been trapped on a deserted island for a couple of decades with a wreck of a ship than read this classic again. (laughs) Karen. Robinson Crusoe. Yes, Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe. This one's uh, subtitle is, or title is, 
great American novel, you are not. <laughs> it was like, snap, snap. Like, yeah. And then it goes, this book does an okay job of portraying that rich post-World War One 1920s era apathy generation. But the problem with portraying apathy is that your readers are going to be apathetic. <laughs> Chris. Is this The Great Gatsby? The Great Gatsby. Uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. All right. So I was looking around. I was like, you know, these are sassy. I bet book reviewers were also pretty harsh on some of these classics oh, when they first came oh, out. Oh, contemporaneous like accounts. Yes. Okay, sure. So yeah. here are – I'll just do three from critics who critiqued these books when they first came out. Oh, and, wow. and were very sassy, I must say. <laughs> It's undeniably news in the world of books. Unfortunately, it's bad news. There are two equally serious reasons why it isn't worth any adult reader's attention. The first is that it's dull, dull, dull in a pretentious and archly fatuous fashion. The second is that it is repulsive. So both dull and repulsive. Dull That's their and repulsive. Repulsive. And I'll give you a little hint. This was in the New York Times in 1958. 1958. Wow. <laughs> no. Chris. Is it a clockwork orange? No. Huh. It's Lolita. Oh. By Vladimir oh. Nabokov. Mm. Yeah. Appears to have been written by a perverted lunatic who has made a specialty of the literature of the latrine. There are whole chapters in it without any punctuation or other guides to what the writer is really getting at. Two-thirds of it is incoherent, and the passages that are plainly written are devoid of wit, displaying only a coarse or salacrity intended for humor. Chris. Is it Cat's Cradle? No. Uh -oh. This is 1922. Oh, Ulysses? Ulysses. Ulysses. Yes! Joyce. A whole sections yeah. without punctuation. Yeah. Yep. All right, last one. This book, though, it's too long. Gets kind of monotonous, and he should have cut out a lot about these jerks and all that crummy school. This is an official book yeah, review? They depress me. And this is from the New York Times in 1951. <laughs> Is this Catcher in the Rye? Yes, this is Catcher in the Rye. Wow. J.D. Salinger. Kind of mocking the style. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, I see. I was like, it sounds so casual on yeah. New York Times. Uh, it seems like you can't have it both ways. If you're going to diss the book, you can't appropriate its style to <laughs> yeah, do so. Right. It's just mocking it. Yeah. Dull, dull, dull. <laughs> yeah. Two snaps. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, the old In Living Color sketch, men on films, right. but yeah. like yeah. men yeah. on books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Blaine... It's, oh, geez. Blaine Edwards and Anton Merriweather. That sounds oh, right. That does sound Blaine right. Edwards, yes. And Antoine, Antoine Merriweather. Wow. Nice, Chris. Nicely pulled out. Brain hanging on to that one. snaps around the world in, in a V formation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. man. All right. Uh, awesome. That was, that was a great segment. All right, I have extreme 90s segment for you guys. And, of course, uh, what's 90s without... Pop music. Mm. 90s was really uh, kind of the height of pop, and I have a music quiz for you. It's all about pop boy bands oh, from okay. the 90s. Okay. And I have to preface this. It's not just a random you know, assortment of boy bands I pulled out. Like The thing is, like people have to understand, the success of New Kids on the Block in the late 80s oh, okay. sure. sparked the whole boy band pop movement mm. of the 90s. Sure. Okay. Um, and so all of these bands in the quiz are are related to that. Not even resurgence, but because of New Kids the on reaction. the Block. This is how the format's going to go. I feel like Dana has an upper edge uh, on this quiz, uh -huh. being a girl growing up in the yeah. 90s and also likes pop. So 
for her, she has a notepad and she's going to write down what she thinks the artist is from the music clips I'll be playing. Okay. Uh, okay. And Chris and Colin will work together. Okay. Team up and try to see if you can you can right. get it. One big hint is as long as you know what the lead singer of all these boy bands sound like, you probably can guess the boy band. Wow, you that's know, great. You know, <laughs> but like Justin Timberlake. You know, sure. You if know. I if I knew what Justin Timberlake sounded uh-huh. like, I would be able to guess that it was. All right, here we go. We got two what? two two brains here. What was, what was Justin Timberlake in? He was. He I was have in, a feeling you guys are going to beat me. He was in sync. He was in sync. Yeah. Nicholas right. Shea was ninety eight degrees. Oh, don't give oh, us his answer. Us. Yeah. Whatever. Us it's okay. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know what he sounds like. He doesn't. He doesn't know. All right. Here we go. First one. Okay. This is the song I'm Not Picky uh, by, <laughs> by the Backstreet Boys. I, this is As Long As You Love Me. I see I, I think this is uh I think this is insane. No, this is the Backstreet Boys. Oh it is the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> I believe no, okay. yeah, this one this one I'm Okay, you seem sure. very confident. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right, I will defer to Chris on this one. Okay. All right, you guys, boys say Backstreet Boys. Yes. Dana, reveal your answer. Backstreet Boys. All right. Okay. All, right. Yeah. All, right. Yeah. All right. Next one. From Abercrombie and Fitch. New kids on the block, cat a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summer. For the summer. I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I have one wish. She's been gone since that summer. Since yeah. that summer. Cherry pants, cold crush, rock stud, boogie. Used to hate school, so I. I, if you don't know it, you don't know it. I, they sing trivia. New Kids on the Block. I mean, I, don't think, I think they yeah. were just name checking them. At the oh yeah. yeah. They, they also talked about how That's Chinese great... food makes them sick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Man. I, I, All right. I mean, okay. I don't know. Just throw a throw a. I know. Name I want you to guess something because I really. It's in a punch bowl in your head. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's in the yeah. punch bowl. Yep. It's somewhere in there. I mean, I don't think it's in sync. I've never heard so. it. Is it? Is, is it like O Town? O Town. Is it O Town? Incorrect. Dana. LFO. Uh, the light, funky ones. Wow. Wow. Yeah, hey, I was that like, was not in my punch bowl. Is this bowl? in not your punch bowl? No. I didn't think it was. That was not, not in the punch bowl. It's very specific. So, yeah. uh, this is actually very related to New Kids on the Block. I mean, obviously, they're, they're more, they do some kind of rapping. Are they um, related to the funky bunch? Mm-hmm. No, they no. just, um, so they did a cover of New Kids on the Block Step by Step. And that oh. kind of uh, gained some attention. And they actually worked with Danny Wood from New Kids on the Block mm-hmm. uh, in, in the kind of behind-the-scenes production process. There you go. Uh, there right. you go. Yeah. All right. Wow. Next one. I'll tell you. Yes, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sunshine after the rain. You're the cure against my fear and my pain. Cause I'm losing my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning 
leaning toward 98 degrees on this you think? one. I feel like we should just keep guessing O-Town over and over and over again. So Eventually. One point, yeah. yeah. But you want to say 98 degrees? Yeah, I, I just for something, for some reason. Okay, all right. Getting a, a Nick Lachey vibe. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Dana, answer up. 98 degrees? Yeah. Wow. Nice. Oh, hey. That is, all right, all that right. is what Nick Lachey sounds like. Okay. Pretty very, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nick Lachey. I like Nick Lachey. Oh, God. Whatever. Yeah, I'm right sure now. he's crying all the I way know. to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> so in this quiz, I, I haven't put any, um, you know, there's All For One, which is kind of a boy band, but there, there were two camps in the 90s. You had boy bands, pop boy bands, and you had what boys to men kind of sparked yeah. were all these harmonizing R&B groups. Right. And to me, they're very different camps, right? Boy bands are very designed, mm. uh, whereas the more R&B groups are more, you know, kind mm-hmm. of like acapella group. You have a bass. It's based on voice need. And the, the funny thing is, you know, when I say they're more designed is all the boy bands, you can name the lead singer of all of them. Whereas mm-hmm. for a lot of these R&B bands... There's no one star. Mm, You know, there's like a, you know, I can't even name anybody from All for One. And for 98 Degrees, they kind of also started this because they're a pair of brothers. They're the Lachey brothers and two other dudes. Oh, I didn't know that. So that kind of gave them like a family edge. Ah, What's the other Lachey brother doing these days? Drew Lachey. He won. um, He won Dancing with the Stars. Wow. Yeah. All right. This one is a little bit more international. You said international. They're British. Oh, okay. A British. And the creation of this band is solely because uh, you know the manager or like the record head saw the success of New Kids on the Block in America and was like, "We gotta jump on." Was was there a band called? um, Is it two words? Yes, two words. Is it uh, "Take That"? Yes. Wow. Good night, everybody. Wow. I'm done. Wow. I put something else, and then you said that, and I was like, that's the name of the band. I, I, knew, that it, I knew what I put was not the right one. Like, there are two of them. I knew. Yeah, yeah. Main singer is Gary Barlow, who wrote most of the songs, actually. Yeah. Uh, he was a talented songwriter. They kind of build a, a band around him. Robbie Williams! Yeah. Okay. Most notably. Okay. Can't come take that. Was Ronan Keating in that one as well? Was he in the other one? He was in Boyzone. All right, next one. Is this one going to be in sync? Do you think? I think so. Yeah. yeah All right. I think so. Let's go for it. Dana, interrupt. In sync. In sync. It All is. Right. And I was tricky. I actually did not pick a 
clip with Justin Timberlake. Oh. Yeah. Who's JC Chizzy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's the other lead singer? The brunette lead singer. <laughs> they always have a blonde one and a brunette one. Yeah. There's, there's like yeah. the brooding one, the cute one, the yeah. older it's like one. A platter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one with glasses. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last one, last boy band. Uh, They're all blending together now. Yeah. Very much so. Here's one more. I've had the rest of you, now I want the best of you. It's time to show and tell. Cause I want it all, or nothing at all. There's no one left to fall when you reach the bottom. It's Wow. All right. I mean, I'm pretty much like down to like, I can only think of two more. Like, I can think of like yeah. O Town or Menudo. We can't, we, yeah. I don't think it's Menudo. I think we keep saying O Town, so we should probably just. <laughs> you don't think you she know. would have doubled up, right? No, no doubling. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was no. That's what I was okay. okay. I, yeah. Those are literally only two that yeah. I can Let's think go of. with. I would not go with Menudo. Okay, for many right. reasons. So O Town, um, <laughs> sure. Also, I think Menudo started in the eighties. They too, really right? did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. You're right. right. Yeah, not. yeah. Okay, so you guys say O Town. What yeah. did Dana say? I said O Town. It is O Town. Oh! Oh! <laughs> um, Significance of O Town is uh, so in the whole boy band craze, O Town was the first or notable reality show. I remember yeah. that. Band. I remember. I remember, I remember that. that they they put them together on a reality show, and I was like, oh, okay, well, they're not going to become popular because this is clearly like they're up front just stating <laughs> like we are manipulating you, and we, you know, it's like yeah. we're, we're putting them together as this sort of marketed thing. They actually are reuniting um, this goodness. summer for a new album. <laughs> I've yeah. been wondering where they are. Yeah. The reuniting was easy, because none of them ever left Orlando. Aren't they named yeah. O-Town for Orlando? Yeah, for Orlando. Orlando Town, uh, as they call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, uh, like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, they all started in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. Mean, there's like the hotbed of boy band. Well, culture. Is it Lou Pearlman or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a lot of a lot of the NSYNC members and, and Backstreet Boy members they're in kind of performing as kids in the parks or oh, sure. also yeah. in the Mickey Mouse but Club. There was that guy. Uh, there was yeah. like the Svengali manager type dude yep. who is organizing them. Huh. Yeah, they're all they just kind of like handpicked them and assembled them. And right? Orlando yeah. was the the hot town. Got wow. it. Wow. <laughs> so there you go. Some of the major boy bands. Well, I think Chris and I acquit- acquitted ourselves yeah. well. Pretty we, good. Yeah, I'm not sure whether that. that's good that's or bad. Yeah. <laughs> Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, let's get this party started with a little bit of a um, lifetime movie title or yeah! not or not lifetime movie title. Okay, Whoa. for our friends in the United Kingdom, <laughs> Lifetime is the women's network. Yeah. Famous for such movies as Mother, May I Sleep with Danger? It's very, My uh, Stepson, My Lover. Mm. <laughs> like, very, uh, melodramatic, would yeah. you say? Yeah. TV movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wait, um, My Stepson, My Lover is a real it's, one? It's actually pretty good. I've seen that one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge. Don't judge. I mean, it's a funny title. You feel weird while you're watching it, but I don't know. It's watchable. You can watch the whole thing. I think all of their movies are watchable once you. This is, di- they, dive they in. set up these, yeah. you know, very provocative situations, and it's yeah. like, Wow, maybe I'll watch this. Yeah. No one no one'll know yeah. that I watched it. You felt a little different after you watch it. So yeah, it's changed yeah. you in some way. All right. <laughs> so lifetime movie name or not lifetime movie name. Okay. So thumbs up if it is yeah. a lifetime movie, thumbs down if it's not. Now if All it's right. okay. So importantly, if it's if it's not one, does that mean that it's a real movie from the like in the theaters or did you no, make it up? I made this up. Oh wow. All from Dana's brain. Yeah. Alright, let's get started. Let's kick this off. The right way. My week with Aunt Flo. <laughs> wow. real, real title, not real title. Uh, not, not real. It's not, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Right. okay. I just wanted to like set the bar just, so you understand. Right, you got yeah. two examples of real ones. That was a wrong. Okay. How about the babysitter's seduction? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. It has to be. Has to be. How about my baby the magician? My baby, the magician. I'm gonna say no. no. All right, fine. I made. (laughs) All right. How about the mockingbird murders? Sing me a song of murder. (laughs) I want this to be real so bad. I completely agree. I I want it to be true. It's fake. Wait, what is the full title again? (laughs) The mockingbird murders. Sing me a song of murder. Colin singing his song. Yeah, yes, 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 importantly. Uh, uh, the baby monitors, colon, sound of fear. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. oh man, yes. It, it, is. it is one, yes. Yeah! <laughs> uh, Danielle Steele's daddy. Uh, Danielle Steele's daddy. I'm going to say yes. No. I say no. Yes, it is. Oh, snap. I believe it has the dad from Step by Step on there. Patrick Duffy. Patrick Duffy? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know the dad from Step by Step. Yeah. Well, Suzanne Summers. Then yeah. I run out. Of, oh, no, Stacey Keenan was yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's then. You I'm own them all on DVD. Just Stacey, say it. It's Stacey okay. Stacey Keenan's also from My Two Dads. My Two right? Dads. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How about. A lot of broken homes for yeah. Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She looks like a divorce kid or something. Yeah, yeah. But divorce kid look about it. Um. Dead Ringer, 1-800-MURDER. What? <laughs> oh. Oh. This is more of a... To say that too it sounds pun. right, it's yeah. just... Yeah, I don't pun. know. No, I think it's just I made enough. it up. Yeah. Oh, man. Dead Ringer, 1-800-MURDER? It's, it's too good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, crimes of Passion, She Woke Up Pregnant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> crimes of Passion, She Woke Up Pregnant. <laughs> I don't think Dana would make this up. I think this is two I don't think separate Dana would movies. Make this up. You yeah, guys I, think that she made it up. I, I say, say I yes. say no. I did not make it up. Oh, oh yes. yes. What is this movie about? It's about a woman kind of, yeah. who is like a in a coma. Oh and She my wakes up God. pregnant. Oh man. Yes. Wow. That, that is the quintessential lifetime. Yeah. Movie yeah. For sure. yeah. 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 It just yeah. you know you're in for something terrible right from the get go. Yeah. 
Me, myself, and die. My time with Princess Diana. Me, myself, oh. and die. Me, myself, and die. <laughs> I'm going to say no, because I'd like to believe that you invented that. That's a good... I, just... I invented it. Yeah. That was wow. yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, me, myself, and die. Yeah. That's fantastic. How about this one? I, me, wed. I, I me, wed. Me <laughs> wed. It's like somebody wants to marry themselves. themselves. I, yeah. me, wed. I, me, wed. I'm going to say no, just because it would be too confusing like to read in the listings in the TV I'm guide. Gonna, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. It's yes. Oh. What is it about? A woman who marries herself. Colin nailed it. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Those are very, very yeah. descriptive. Sure. How about how about this one? Last one. One Dave at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say you made that up. This, Yeah, I'm going to say no. This sounds like a sitcom. Not this a... is like a show, though. It could be like a reality show. It's a movie of someone named... Oh, okay. One I say true. It's false. Ah. <laughs> One day at a time. All right, I'm claiming victory. Yeah, that was good. I, I you I did win. good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here I have a quiz about famous actors and actresses. The twist is, instead of answering the name of the actor I'm looking for, you have to do an impersonation oh, okay. of this person. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> this is what you guys get for making me go first. All, All right. right. So you can say a famous quote or impersonate this person. And I chose very iconic uh, right. celebrities. Okay. 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 All, right. All right. Okay. All right. Nobody wants to buzz in. <laughs> really? Oh, no. Okay. All right. Fine. I know your scheme. Before playing the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the Avengers universe, yeah. he was the voice of the superhero Frozone in The Incredibles. Colin. Say what again? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, I can't think of any yeah. queen quotes. Yeah, I queen. was like, <laughs> yeah, what could he possibly say? I think in some of his movies he may have uttered an A or a the. <laughs> yeah. I could also do, that's one tasty burger. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Can we just say their name yes. and their accent? Like, if we're like, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is, of course, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, yeah, I didn't really think about that. I was like, oh, he's really iconic. I never really thought about, oh, his lines are not every, PG. Yeah, every major, yeah, every memorable That's line. one tasty burger. He's saying yep. something sassy Wait, with, well, like, that, How about these Monday to Friday snakes off yeah. this monkey fighting plane? Right, right. The, the edited for TV version. <laughs> yeah. Monday to I think it might have been the other way around. I think it was. It was, it was the other yeah. way around. Monkey, monkey, monkey fights snakes, snakes off this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> <laughs> I want that job. I want that job. I'm sure it's controlled by some sort of a secretive guild of the people who get to edit no edit movies for TV. Yeah. I'm sure they're protecting their job because that is a sweet job. I'd be out of here in a second if they offered me that job. All right. In AFI, American Film Institute's 100 greatest movie quotes of all time. The quotes in the number two spot and the number three spot are spoken by this late actor. Oh. Quotes. So he spoke both the number two and number three spot. The number two wow. and number three best movie quotes of all, all time. time. Okay. Uh, Chris. I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. Yes! And also... I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Right. Yes, wow. Is that the two of them? That's got to be. So yeah. I'll yeah. make him offer can't, can't refuse, refuse is number two. Uh, number two Contender. from The Godfather. Contender is on the waterfront. Yeah. Number is number three is, spot. And they're both Marlon Brando. Yes, okay. Marlon Brando. Very right. good job. You didn't need to tell me the quotes, but, but props. Oh, okay. 
This guy served two <laughs> terms as the 38th governor of California. Oh, Chris. Get to the chopper! Uh, Come with me back. if you want to live. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah. All right, right. Mr. So Bruce is Salone. not a tumor. It's not a tumor. I think we just, I think those are like the three lines he would least like to be remembered for, probably. In Ice to career. see you. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the least favorite one. On the quote list, I'll be back must be on there, I'm right? I'm sure. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, of mm-hmm. course. Mm hmm. The full name of this rap group hype man is William Jonathan Drayton Jr. Oh. Yeah, boy. Oh, my God. Wow. I hope that's right. I hope that's yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I really hope that's right. Because he put it all out there. Really that's <laughs> got to be Flavor Flav. Flav. It is Flavor Flav. Okay. Flav. Oh, okay. Flavor Flav. Very good. All right. Next question. This amateur singer behind a viral 2007 hit song likes to, quote, move away from the mic to breathe in. Oh. Dana, you want to hit this one? Dana. Chocolate. <laughs> that went really well. I don't actually remember any of the other yeah. lyrics, but I do remember the... Something the about prison. Blackboard. Something like... Yeah, it was really... Yeah, uh, yeah. People laughed at this song, but it was really deep. It's like racial. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Not, like racial issues. Right. But right, it's just right. the... <gasps> he did the... Yeah. <laughs> like, well, he did the Dr. Pepper uh, commercial, too. The cherry chocolate Dr. Pepper commercial, yeah, yeah. where he sang, cherry chocolate rain. rain. And then one of the lines actually was... I move away from the mic to breathe. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, oh. That was actually yeah. a really good. Uh, of course, uh, the man here is Tayson Day, the yeah. brain behind the hit Chocolate mm-hmm. Rain, mm-hmm. famous on YouTube. Though she's more known for her hit 90s TV show, this actress appeared in movies like Saturday Night Fever, This is Spinal Tap, and Weird Al's UHF, and of course, The Beautician and the Beast. <laughs> Chris. Oh, right. Um, jeez. Okay, across the table. Good job. Yes. And that was, of this course... This is, of course, a broken machine gun. Fran Drescher. <laughs> Fran Drescher, star of The Nanny. He was initially created from a discarded spring coat and two ping pong balls halves for eyes. Dana... The lovers, the dreamers. <laughs> Whoa, hey, that was good. Kermit D. Frog here. Yeah. Hi ho. <laughs> yeah, that was good. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog. Kermit. <laughs> All right, last one. Oh, my favorite one. The notable people who like to do impersonations of this actor include actors Kevin Pollock, Kevin Spacey, and of course. Comedian Jay Moore. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Colin. I've got a fever. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> do more, do more, do more. <laughs> Scooch closer, children. Ah, it's Don't so make weird. me tell you again about the scooching. <laughs> Which is my brain. Which is Jay Moore. Right. One of my favorite uh, skits on Saturday Night Live of recent years was the the Christopher Walken family reunion. Yeah. And so Amy Poehler, like, talking about her doll, she's like, (laughs) she's a good doll. (laughs) 
she doesn't respond well to spooky behavior. <laughs> just, it, it just cracks me up. All right, well, good job, you guys. That was a good way to start the show. Yeah. I like that quiz. I'll stick with you, Karen. I like that one. Yeah. Okay, all right. It was good. You're not fired. So I've got a quiz for you guys called Slow Down, Lady. And <laughs> I had as much fun just writing that right. on our little sign-up sheet. I mean, we... Slow down, lady. Slow down, lady. So, Karen, uh, a few months ago, I had shared something with you that I stumbled across on the internet, uh, which was... A lot of things. Someone... Yeah, <laughs> yeah can you can narrow it down. <laughs> someone discovered that if you slow down the Dolly Parton song, Jolene... Jolene. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, did you guys see this on the internet? From 45 RPM to 33 uh-huh. RPM, yeah. it is still a badass song even just it changes it completely the feel of it just gets a lot more just downbeat and smoky and Mm -hmm. and very uh, manly yeah so so let me play that for you guys very quickly okay Jolene 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 I'm begging of you please don't take my man Jolene, 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 Jolene. Yeah, it kind of gives me chills. That's that's mm-hmm. that's it's mm-hmm. a transformation of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I put together some other famous songs by female singers, and I've slowed them down mm-hmm. the the same proportion. So from okay. oh, if hence these the are ladies. yeah, slow down, lady. Yeah. Right. So these are all uh, these are all women. Next oh, yeah. uh, slow down. <laughs> I, and... I've forgotten the yeah. name of the quiz. <laughs> I took it out. I get there. Yeah. They're, they're all really famous hit songs. You guys will probably recognize them. So in order to make this somewhat quiz-like, uh, I want you guys to just raise a finger as soon as you identify the singer in the song. And whoever recognizes it last uh, will win the prize of giving me the answer. Fair enough? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Some of them you'll probably get that, right oh, away. That's interesting. So cool. it's like you have to guess if you don't know. Right. All right. Here we go. So again, I need uh, singer and song. Looking out on the morning rain I used to feel so uninspired And when I knew I had to face another day All right, uh, you all got it pretty quickly, but Karen got it last. Karen. Make me feel like a natural woman. Correct. As sung by... Carol King? No. Oh, is it Aretha Franklin? It yeah. is Aretha oh. Franklin. Yes, yes. Why do I think it's Carol? She did sing no, that she song. did it first. Okay, okay. It's her song. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, it changes yeah. it. It really but, changes it. You're like, yeah. it's this... Who is this voice? Right, right. All right, here we go. Next one. Chris, nothing. Nope. Madonna. I mean, I know the song. I just oh, don't okay. Know that. All right. 
That is Borderline. Madonna. Yeah. Oh, Madonna. Borderline by Madonna. Wow, that that also sounds like an eighties song, but like a like Different. a slow ballad, like yeah. a deep ballad. The synth kind of gives it away for eighties for yeah. sure. All right, a little bit newer one here. Tell me who and what is this song? Okay. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath, scared to rock the boat and make a mess. So I sit quietly, agreed politely. I guess that I forgot I had a choice. I let you push me past the breaking point. I stood for not a thing. So I felt. All right, I think Chris is passing on this one. Pat, pass. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Roar. Yes. Yes. Her voice really dropped a lot more than I would have guessed. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of associate she her raspy, with. She does. It gets accentuated more. Here we go. Next one. Who and what do we have here? I let it fall. My heart. And it fail? You rose clay. Karen, no, no take for Karen. Oh yes. Okay. okay. Sounds like Adele. Yeah, it is Adele. I don't know what song. Chris, you want to set fire to the rain? Correct. Yeah. Oh wow. Adele, set fire to the rain. You know, it's funny. I like I with enough time, I think I would have gotten borderline, but it's like I'm trying to like rush myself like through all the lyrics so I can get to the chorus. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. The sounds of it are not there. You know. All right. Well, we'll close it out with this one. And see if we can get it first. Here we go. Slow down, oh, sorry. Lady. Slow down, lady. We'll see if you can get it last, rather, okay. I should say. Chris, please. Okay. Is this Whitney Houston? Yes. Oh, yes. She sounds completely transformed. Yeah. How, how will I know? Yes, correct. How will I know? I by yeah. Whitney Houston. Yeah. yeah. All wow. right. Well, good job, guys. Slow your roll, lady. These all sound like dudes. Yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. of them yeah. really or, slow or down. evil spirits. <laughs> what, you're going to wake up at like 3.33 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> at some night and just hear, Who's a boy? <laughs> so i have prepared a segment inspired by something that always destroys us at pub trivia Uh. we get man we never get these right and it's really interesting and we're always like we should study this but we never we never really did um until now because i studied it so i remember once uh one of our pub trivia questions was uh, i think the first of this kind of type of question was um if you type www.books.com, 
where will that take you? Mm. Where does it redirect to? And I think we had a big discussion. We're like, well, this seems like the obvious choice is Amazon. Mm -hmm. Turns out it's Barnes and Noble. Books.com redirects you to Barnes and Noble. And then we had another question probably Uh a year after. Which is where does soup.com take you as multiple and if, choice? And if you think that if you think that books.com engendered a lot of arguments, oh, imagine man. the argument over soup.com. And yeah. I think the, the at least they gave us the multiple choice. It was was it Campbell's? Was it Nor K N O R R? Or was it like uh, Progresso? Progresso? Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we're like, well, it seems like the obvious answer is Campbell's. Turns out it is not obvious again. It is Nor. Mm. Soup.com takes yeah. you to Nor.com, which is a dehydrated soups and sauces. And then Ugh. last yeah. week at Pub Quiz Finals. Finals, the, mind the, you. The finals. finals the <laughs> grand championship finals yeah. okay. was where does Coffee.com take you? <laughs> And we're like, all right, we learned our lesson. It seems like it is not going to be the obvious answer, which is Starbucks. We're like, okay, mm-hmm. it must be maybe something like uh, coffee brands that you buy. Mm-hmm. So like, like Folgers really or Maxwell popular. House. Yeah. Turns out it was none of that. It was Pete's.com. Berkeley, Silicon Berkeley. Valley. Yeah, yeah. Pete, right. Pete's.com started in Berkeley really early, early on. The scene, yeah. So here I found a couple of these generic names, redirects. Uh, yep. I want you guys to talk about what you think it is. Did you know by just typing random words yes, into your browser? I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did. Okay. Uh, that would do it. Took me a while because a lot of these are parked. They're squatters. Uh, yeah. Um, or, you know, like... I was They're trying like, to sell it for like a million dollars, basically. Or, or that co- company yeah, is actually... Like diets.com is diets.com. Right. Oh, it's articles yeah. about diets. Because yeah. once you get that brand name... Right. You just kind of roll with it. Or cars.com, cars. right? Yeah, Same yeah. thing. Car.com yeah. and cars.com. Um, so these are... Definitely redirects to famous companies, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, you know, let's talk it we'll out. Talk it out. Let's All talk right, it out. Group All exercise. Right. Right. Most of the time is not the obvious answer. Superheroes.com. Oh, uh, Marvel. It's not DC, Marvel, right? I mean, who who is more on the ball, Marvel or DC? That's really what <laughs> yeah. this question exactly. is asking. Exactly. Talk yeah. it out that way. Like, I, oh, oh no, no, one of them. Oh no, they share it jointly, Didn't right? They right. I think they did, and I think they agreed yeah. to. Share the term superheroes jointly. Yeah, but who has the web? Who has who the domain? superheroes? Well, she said they're not yeah. obvious. So okay, well, I think how, okay, obvious, so is it, is it Marvel DC? or DC? It's one of those. It's one of those. Right, okay, I'm gonna right. guess Marvel. I guess Marvel. I'll guess DC, just to be on the other side of it. Yeah. It is DC. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. DC. Mm-hmm. All right, news.com. Oh, oh, news.com. Oh, man, oh, is it? Is it like Rupert Murdoch, Fox? News Corp, or was it yeah, like Yahoo, or was it one of the early, like early web aggregations? Oh man, I know this. Oh wow, well, I do. But I, on but the I don't right know. track. Is it like, like CNET? Is, is it CNET? Is it one of those? It oh, is CNET. That's okay. why I know okay. this. Yeah, yes. CNET. All right, uh, let's do salad.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is this a uh, Hidden Valley Ranch dressing? Yes, yes, yes. Wow. I've heard this before. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Which is kind of like. I want to huh. eat a salad. It takes you to ranch dressing. Right. No, well, the, I mean, no, it's good. It's yeah. very good. They're, um, they're kind of synonymous with eating a salad in America. Hmm. All right. Game.com. Singular. Oh, Game. is this, oh. Com. It's uh, Hasbro? Correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it Hasbro. is yeah, Hasbro. Yeah. Yeah. 
Beautiful.com. Oh. Sephora? Maybelline? Nope. Nope. Uh, okay, so not Sephora, Covered. not Maybelline. Beautiful. Maybe she's born with it. Covered Maybe girl. it's cheese whiz. <laughs> Beautiful.com. Are we, are we in the right ballpark? This Avon. Is Let's think Beautiful. more corporate. Oh. Avon? Avon? No. Oh, is it the did, did Dove? Did oh. Dove have the oh, larger? I that. Larger. Larger, larger than Dove. Mary Kay Cosmetics? Larger. No, larger. larger. Like, Ivory. go up. Procter & Gamble. Unilever. Procter & uh, okay. Gamble. Okay. Okay. Procter okay. & Gamble Company owns CoverGirl, Max Factor, okay. uh, Pantene, okay. Olay. All right. Celebrity.com. Oh. People Magazine. People Magazine. No. <laughs> no. Us Magazine. No. Entertainment Celebr- Weekly. TMZ. Celebrity. There, there is another company that's also called Celebrity. Oh, Cruise Line? Oh, yes. Oh. Celebrity.com redirects you to Celebrity Cruise Line. Oh. So very, very lucky that they got that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And similarly, in the same vein, Hotel.com. Does it go to? It doesn't go to hotels.com. It goes to hotels. Okay, okay. Right. okay. I was okay. wondering. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know that, um, like Google. You, you, you're yeah. 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 Yes. It was. Yes. It was mentioned earlier in the show. <laughs> I had time so, to look it up since. Yeah. Then. yeah. If you type in Google.com, it goes to Google. Like if you type yeah. in three O's, four O's, five O's. I tried this once, and you had to get to like seven or eight or nine before like somebody else had stolen it <laughs> oh, wow. somewhere else. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love it if it was just one person, like from like one to a hundred zeros. Some dude just had like nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm taking this one to my grave. Yeah. <laughs> Happy.com. Happy. Oh. McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. No. no. Happy.com. Happy.com. This is a very good move on their Wow. Okay. Very good move on their So it's part. not like like Budweiser or something. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Uh, Happy.com. Uh, Hallmark. Is it Walgreens? It is Walgreens. Okay. Wow. Walgreens at the corner of Happy and Healthy. So I looked at... I don't know if you guys noticed. I, in San Francisco, at least, Walgreens had a really big marketing. Everywhere. Yeah, they're yeah. opening more stores. They had a rebranding. Um, and they're really Yeah, the kind rebranding of like a, is like almost a supermarket. You know, yeah. there's some places yeah. that have yeah. like fresh, fresh salads. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, happy.com doesn't take you to Walgreens storefront. It takes you to a page that says, Walgreens have acquired Happy Harry's, which is a pharmacy. I'm, I've never oh, heard of this. Okay. Oh, but so maybe they it, had it. It could be Happy Harry's had happy.com. Interesting. Um, Walgreens also hmm. owns drugstore.com and oh, uh, I remember drugstore. Dwayne yeah. Reed. Yeah, Dwayne yeah. Reed, yeah. Also, yeah. so. I remember them more on the East Coast. Big yeah. 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 So I wasn't really making any kind of decision whatsoever if I went to Walgreens versus Dwayne Reed every time I was nope. in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Nope, same store. Gosh darn it. And uh, let's end it on this note. This is not really a, a quiz thing, but I found this really interesting. Pokemon mm. obviously takes you to Nintendo's Pokemon destination. Pikachu.com takes you to the Pikachu character. Because, you know, of course the Pokemon mm-hmm. site has, like, bios for all the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, all 7,000. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, do they own every single PokemonName.com? Oh, do they? Yeah. They, don't know, they don't own all. But uh-huh. the famous ones, Jigglypuff, yeah. uh, Pikachu.com, <laughs> uh, goes to their, their not only Pokemon site, but their character bio site. TeamRocket.com also takes you to Pokemon. <laughs> uh, so I was trying Funny. those out. Hmm. Yeah, because they made all those names up, and they tried to make them all super unique in, like, 1998 when they brought mm. the game out in the U.S. So, of so course... I mean, there's yeah. a lot of yeah right. yeah because those the, are they unique had the jump on it and it would by ninety eight you know you should probably start registering these URLs for yeah. your product. <laughs> hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. 
Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industry shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. One of my favorite things about the show is being able to share new experiences with you guys. Um, and I'm thinking specifically of the weird food that we try on the air. Bad things in our mouth. New pains. Yeah. Here are some of our, our favorite food-related segments. So I went to Sweden a few weeks ago. I heard stories about their candy from my mom randomly when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and, and she she told me about the flavors they had, and we'd laugh, which was <laughs> <laughs> which was such a weird jerky it thing was, to do. It sounds like a one sided conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, so I brought back a taste of Sweden for you guys, Wait, I, but I'm not I'm not going to tell you what oh, the flavors okay. are. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. So some of these are traditional, some of them are new. I found out. Okay, will be kind of a blind taste test, except you can see the candy. It's okay for you to look at it. Okay. okay. You just taste it. You tell me what you think it is, and okay. then I'll tell you. All right. I'll so confirm. we can look and we can taste, but <laughs> yeah. we can't know. We must simply I won't guess. tell you right. until you... Are you going to tell us the okay. name of the candy beforehand? Um, I can tell you the Swedish name. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Sure. All right. All right. I've been trying to practice my Swedish pronunciation oh, of okay. these. I bet it's better than ours. Well... It still might not be right, so sorry for the Swedish listeners for laughing at your candy and also for mispronouncing. (laughs) We're not laughing at your candy. We're laughing with your candy. (laughs) We're laughing because it's not... Okay, here you go. The first one is called Salta Mice Nicks. Yeah. Salty Mice Nuts. Salty Mice Nuts. (laughs) Delicious Salty Mice Nuts. (laughs) Well, they look like um, those Ritter bars. It looked, yeah, yeah, it looked it like does. chocolate. Yeah, this sure. this does not look. This looks like we're getting off to an easy start here. Yeah, I'm I'm right. starting you guys. <laughs> yeah, gently. Mm-hmm. I'm gently okay. easing you into okay. the experience. So there's nuts in here. Okay, so it's chocolate, and there are things Crun- that look like things. yeah, crunchy things inside. They're size of nuts, but they're not nuts. It, it tastes a, corny. It does. It almost has like a corn nut. It's a familiar flavor, flavor for sure. It. So it's basically it's a it's a bar of chocolate with are they are they peas or is it corn? I can't identify what it is. I vote corn. Yeah, I, I vote like corn I vote nuts. corn. It's corn nuts. Mm. They're, they're they're salted corn. That's good. Chocolate bar. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pretzels and chocolate. This one is called Turkish Turkish pepper. I'm not pronouncing it correctly. It's, it's actually made in Finland, but it's super common in Sweden and in Denmark. I don't trust black colored candy, hard candy. And if you bite into it, I'm told. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Oh, my. Mm. I'm scared. Oh. I'm so scared. Do it. Just bite into it. Oh. All right, so licorice on the outside for sure. That was that. It's like a burst of salt. (laughs) Yeah, it's like salt. Is it also hot? Oh, maybe some pepper. It's so salty. It's like salt and pepper wrapped in licorice. Usually, when there's like salt in your mouth, it it goes away after a while. Yeah, but it just keeps building and building. It's a tsunami of salt salt grenade. It is. I think I have now fired all of these salt receptors off my tongue. 
That's bracing. <laughs> oh, oh God, my toes are curling. Wow. I did not enjoy that. So uh, my friend was like, oh, no, they're really interesting when you bite into them. <laughs> yeah. but, but I'll be honest with you, I couldn't make it to the bite into it part of that candy. I was like, Wait, oh, no, I'm taking so it. So you, you have not had the experience? I, it, was, it was in my mouth for a while. And I was like, no, nope, no. Nope. Nope. You foisted this on us. I have, a, yeah. I have a palate cleanser for you guys, though. Yeah, that, no, that was a palate cleanser in the <laughs> no, sense everything's Batman wiped out. and Little Boy were household cleaners. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> it's like you know when you burn your tongue and your taste buds are kind of numb. Yeah. It yeah. feels yeah, like that. Yeah, right my whole You're mouth right. is just like yeah. the <laughs> void of <laughs> sensation. Okay, try, this is Bilar. Bilar? What are they? Bugar? Bilar. Oh, okay. What are they shaped like? They're shaped like little animals? Sharks. Or little, are they Swedish Or like fish? cars. They're either they're either cars or sharks. Oh, are they like, Swedish fish? They're in pastel colors. No, they probably taste like <laughs> burning. <laughs> Bular is Swedish for... Uh, I think it's a little race car. Oh, they're a little race car. Yeah. Picking, Bilar is Swedish for car. I have one of each color. So it kind of looks like someone took normal marshmallows and squish them into little cars. It does. Like, like someone made these. Yeah. Wow, that's remarkably resilient. <laughs> you squish down on it, it returns to yeah, its original yeah, shape. Yeah. They call these Sweden's most purchased car, because Bilar means car mm. in Swedish. This is Sweden's most tasteless candy. <laughs> yeah. It's because we don't have it, taste don't... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually quite savory if you haven't just eaten the salt grenade. It feels like it's in the same family as like uh, circus peanuts. It's like yes. like, a, like a marshmallow. You know those um, rings. Gummy rings, sometimes they have a white underside, like they're yeah. two sided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. tastes like the white part. It does. Yes. You're right. Yes, it yeah. totally does. Yeah. Yep. All right. So this is the last candy. It's been described as like, oh, you have to try this. This is the classic Swedish candy. Everybody's had it. It's really old, old type of candy. Old. It's called um, it's called younger roll, which means jungle roar. You know, you know what I'm scared by is the fact that it's so small. I'm scared that <laughs> yeah. it's the color black because it always means licorice. This looks like a like a poisonous fish. You know what I mean? Like on like the Nature Channel, they're like its markings indicate its deadliness. <laughs> yeah, it's black with white stripes. Yeah. Oh, they're little squirrels. Uh, oh. Maybe monkeys. The package has a monkey. Like, oh, you know what? Like, yeah, it's like yeah. a monkey profile, and it's covered in sugar. Oh my. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that that packs a punch. Mm. I don't want to do it. So you can take it out. Just so put it in for Do they need to get their sodium from their candy? It, it tastes like Play-Doh. Yes. Oh man. With with once you get past the coating. Once you get past the coating of table salt on this thing. Yeah, I thought it was sugar. It is at least just a. Mm. It is at least just a piece of sticky licorice. Now it's fine. This this thing has now taken the shape of one of my molars and, and will be there forever. After the initial salt wears off. Yeah. It's actually kind of tasty. No. That that's my least favorite out of all of them. For oh, sure. God. No, I'm, for I sure. don't know that. That is oh god yeah that whatever what is that one called? The Turkish pepper. The Turkish pepper. Yeah, pepper. Pepper. Turkish yeah. pepper is what batteries taste like. <laughs> they it's sold everywhere. It's actually I think a Finnish. Or from Finland. Well, there you go. You can... uh, can I have some more corn nuts, chocolate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you started out with the most delicious. Oh, things started out. This so is good. Gonna be a great segment. These are awesome. Wow, it's trick candy. 
No, they eat it sincerely. They don't even their eyes don't even tear up when they're eating it. Like they have some kind of immunity. To Unlike you, babies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're wusses. We're total wusses. We're used to a different flavor profile. Mm-hmm. We're just used to sh- crap load of sugar. Sugar, <laughs> sugar, sugar, sugar. Right. Anyway, there you guys go. All right. Good, yeah. Good job. Good job. I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to foodstuffs, nothing is funnier to me than cheese. Totally. Oh, it's just... Funnier or better. Yeah. yeah. Saying it, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys have set me up quite well. I have a quiz for you guys called, Hey, Where'd You Get That Cheese? Oh. All right. I am a cheese whiz. <laughs> so... Yeah. So we will be focusing on cheeses that are named after places in the world. Right. Uh, usually where the cheese was first made, maybe where <laughs> it became famous. Uh, these are all regional geographic names. I will give for you the name of a cheese, mm-hmm. and you guys each have a pad and a pen. I want you to write down for me uh, what country this cheese comes from. Where, more specifically, what country does this cheese take its name from? Got it. Maybe a city, maybe a region. I think you'll figure out as we go. We'll start with one that I hope is relatively easy for some cheese connoisseurs such as yourselves. Uh-oh. So, okay. get your pens ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, and purely because it amuses me, every question will be in the form of, hey, where'd you get that blank? Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sure. Hey, hey. Where'd you get that cheddar? Mm. Where'd you get that cheddar? So the answer for all of these will be a country name. And answers up. Dana says England. Chris says Germany. Karen says UK. I'll accept UK. It is England. Oh, yeah. Cheddar, oh, yes. Cheddar is quite specifically the village of Cheddar in, get out. in Somerset yeah. in England. Yes. Cheddarshire. Uh, the, the claim, <laughs> their number one claim to fame. Home of, the original home of Cheddar Cheese. Wow. Yes. Hey, where'd you get that Gorgonzola? Country, right? Country. Not region. Country. All right. And answers up. Hey, where'd you get that gorgonzola? Dana says Italy. Chris says France. Karen says Italy. It is Italy. Yes. Yes. From the gorgonzola region of Milan. Hey, where'd you get that Gouda? Where'd you get that Gouda? Answers up. Dana says Netherlands. Chris says Switzerland. Karen says Netherlands. It is the Netherlands. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Chris. Man, the two of you are. Uh, <laughs> you're up the, on your cheeses. This is interesting little cheese history here. So the the city of Gouda. It wasn't that this cheese was first made there. It was that it was known for being traded there. It was oh. a a a wildly busy center of cheese trading, cheese selling activity. Huh. Um, Gouda is a very old cheese. As far back as the 12th century, uh, mm. the cheese merchants would come out and agree and haggle on prices in Gouda. Hey, where'd you get that brie? Don't overthink these. Don't overthink these. Answers up. Dana says France. Chris says France. Karen says France. Yes, it is French. Seems French. It is French. From the the Brie region of France. Hey, uh, where'd you get that Colby? (laughs) Where'd you get that Colby cheese? Oh. I feel like we We shall see if you know this. Answers up. Dana says Denmark. 
Chris says, U.S. of A. Karen says, America. Yes. Oh. Colby is an American yes, cheese. Oh, you are okay. correct. <laughs> right. Yeah, Chris, you got one. Uh, Colby, Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, many, okay. many cheeses come from Wisconsin. Colby's one. Yes. Hey, uh... Where'd you get that Havarti? It's you're getting so it's like illegal. Hey, uh, <laughs> do you know where I can contraband cheese? Some... Where'd you get that Havarti? Answers up. Dana says Denmark. Chris says Germany. Karen says Denmark. It is a Danish cheese. Yes! It is from Denmark. This one, this one I stretched a little bit on the region. Havarti, Havarti is a, a relatively modern cheese as cheeses go. Uh, I did not know this. Uh, Havarti, uh, was only invented in 1952, uh, on a farm. And the name of the farm was Havarti Guard, hmm. uh, just outside Copenhagen. Hmm. Hey, where'd you get that Gruyere? Gruyere. 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 Where'd you get that Gruyere? I heard you grew your own cheese. <laughs> and I will even give you guys a little bit of a hint no. here. There are no repeats on these answers. Oh, here. I see. No repeats. Where'd you get that Gruyere? Answers up. Dana says Germany. Chris mm. says Switzerland. Karen says Switzerland. It is Switzerland. Yes. Yeah. It's the, the fondue cheese. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. From the Gruyere region of Switzerland. Uh, the region actually has an S on the end. The cheese doesn't. But in Switzerland, it's Gruyere's. 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 I mean, mm. silent S, but. Yeah. Wh- Switzerland? <laughs> nice. Hey, <laughs> where did you get that Jarlsberg? Where did you get that Jarlsberg? Oh, Answers up. Dana says Germany. Chris says Germany. Karen says Germany. Incorrect. Hold on, can I guess? Sure. Is it Scandinavian? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I was writing this down. I was like, the Berg sounds German, but I know for sure Jarl, because of playing Skyrim, all the heads are called Jarl. Okay. Mm. Um, I would say Swedish. Or Norway. Norway. Oh, Norway. Yes. Yeah. Yes. From the Jarlsberg region of Norway. Jarl. <laughs> the Jarl's from Skyrim. Didn't didn't you put together a food cart in Skyrim and call it Jarl's Jr.? Yeah, Jarl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my streak is gone. Uh, yeah. yeah, Karen is killing it on the cheeses. Hey, uh, I smelled you coming around the corner. Where did you get that Limburger? Where mm. did you get the Limburger from? And this one, uh, I'll give you a slight clue. The place it's named after doesn't exist anymore. Oh. So I'll take what is the modern day equivalent. Huh. Okay. Answers up. Dana says Germany. Chris says Germany. Karen says Germany. No, uh, not Germany. Man. It's rubber Germany. Belgium. Oh. This would be a Belgium, not Belgium. Yes. The, wow. The no longer extant, the Duchy of Limburg, uh, which was oh. a state in the Holy Roman Empire. Uh, most of what was the Duchy of Limburg is today modern day Belgium. Mm. Also parts of Germany, parts of Netherlands, but the capital itself, Limburg, uh-huh. was in modern day Belgium. Oh, yes. wow. The, Belgium. The stinky cheese. Oh, Belgium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although I, I did read that most of the uh, Limburger, Limburg-style cheese today does come from Germany, but it is not named after that. All right, last one, last one, as we're traipsing the world, taking cheeses in where we find them. Tell me, hey, where did you get that Manchego? Yeah. 
Where did you oh, get my favorite. that Manchego cheese? And for a bonus point, uh-huh. what type of animal is the milk from? Sure. Got it. Answers up. Dana says Spain and sheep. Chris says Spain and sheep. Karen says Spain and sheep. That is correct. It is from Spain. It is a sheep's milk. This one is kind of a two-step regional name. Can you guys guess what the connection between Manchego and Don Quixote is? La Mancha. Mancha. Yes. Manchego cheese comes from Manchega sheep, which are so named because they are native to the La Mancha region of Spain. And uh, the the real aficionados will say the reason that it has the taste it does is from the grass that only grows in La Mancha. And Mm. that's why. That's that's entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah. Entirely possible. Yes. So. You have grass fed beef versus corn fed beef. You can you can taste the difference. All right. What's better? Um, it depends on your taste. It, oh. it really does. It does. I mean, grass-fed beef is probably better for you. But they're it noticeable. A, yeah. It has a really strong flavor to it. Got yeah. it. I like this. This is fun. Yeah, right. I, think, I think Karen might have uh, taken oh, I think, that I think one. Karen yeah. is the true cheese whiz. Yes. You are, you <laughs> verily, Karen is our cheese whiz. So that is our show. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, 2014. Uh, and of course, thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you uh, enjoyed this awesome year. Lots of things happen, and here's to an awesome 2015 and a whole brand new year filled with trivia goodness and offbeat facts. And of course, you can find our podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, and on our website, goodjobbrain.com. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next year. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.